welcome to today's episode on sermon series today we are looking at one man two people and two stories what can we learn one man two people and two stories what can we learn let us quickly look at uh, a story from john chapter 4 now i am hopeful that you've heard sermons upon sermons on this particular story i'm about to tell you but we are taking a different look at it today from john chapter 4 we read of jesus moving from the region of judea moving to samaria and to a place called Sychar, and at jacob's well met a samaritan woman where the conversation started with Jesus asking for a drink from this Samaritan woman sorry and the woman asked Jesus why should a Jew ask from a Samaritan woman a drink and that's where it all started Jesus replied that if the Samaritan woman knew who she was talking with and the gift of God that the person could give she would have asked for um, living waters or living water then the woman said to jesus that jesus uh, did not even have anything to draw water and so how could jesus give the woman living water so that is how the whole thing started now when you continue jesus started in verse 13 and said to her Whoever drinks of this water will test again will test again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never test. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Then the woman said to, to him, Say, give me this water that I may not test, nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. Then the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus and Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that, in that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. And then she had to now switch to another conversation not entirely different but she says our fathers worshiped on this mountain and you do see that jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship and so when jesus told her about her, her own life the woman said she perceived that jesus um, is a prophet and then begin to talk about um, worship and the issues with the right place where um, they are to worship is he on the mountain of uh, samaria or is he in jerusalem and so that was where the whole conversation um, continued from and in verse 24 jesus said god is a spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth now after this profound statement the woman said to him i know that the, i know that messiah i know that messiah is coming who is called Christ when he comes he will tell us all things so here perhaps the woman realized that Jesus seemed to have known all about her and even more 
and so she is perhaps thinking in her mind that could jesus be the messiah and that's why she made that statement that i know that messiah is coming who is called christ when he comes he will tell us all things so jesus said to her i who speak to you am he now when jesus made that statement um when you continue to read he said at this point his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman yet no one said what do you seek or why are you talking with her so when jesus finally revealed himself to the woman that he is the messiah Jesus' disciple came from town and came to meet Jesus talking with the woman. Now, at this point that the conversation was interrupted, the woman then left her water pot, verse 28, went her way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. And so when the conversation was interrupted, the woman left whatever she was doing, went into the town, tell the men of the town about the person that she just met. Now, when you read to verse 39, it says, And many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever did. That is what the woman told them. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. This is a very uh, powerful testimony that so when the Samaritans had come to Jesus and they urged Jesus to stay with them and Jesus stayed there two days and many more believed because of the words Jesus spoke to them and they said to the woman, Now we believe not because of what you said for we ourselves have heard him and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. So what I'm trying to say here the story started by Jesus meeting the woman, the conversation, and finally the woman going into the town, calling on to people to come and see who she has met. And these people came, also heard from Jesus, and Jesus to stay with to stay with them. And he stayed there for two days, taught them, preached unto them, and they heard Jesus' word, accepted it, and now they have personalized it for themselves, not just because the woman told them something, but because now they themselves have also heard these words for themselves and now they have believed and they believe that indeed Jesus is the Christ, the Savior of the world. That is one story that I want to tell you. The story is about one man, Jesus Christ. And here, the person I want to point out is the Samaritan woman. And the result that we'll see from this story is the apparent belief of the multitude of the uh, Samarians or Samaritans who became or uh, um, who believed in the words of Jesus Christ. Now let's quickly 
move to another story or let's move back to another story in luke chapter 8 in luke chapter 8 verse 26 it says that then they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, which is or Gadarenes. I don't know how to pronounce it properly. So, which is the opposite, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in the tombs when he saw jesus he cried out fell down before him with a loud voice said what have i to do with you jesus son of the most high god i beg you do not torment me for he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man for he had often seized him and he was kept under guard bound with chains and shackles and he broke the bounds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness jesus asked him saying what is your name and he said legion because many demons had entered him and they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss and so here we see another story which starts by jesus um just arriving from the shore and bumping into a man who was demon possessed and bound with shackles and now when you continue the story the long and short of it all is that Jesus delivered this man from these demons which we here entered the swines or the pigs and they ran violently down the steep uh, the steep place into the lake and drowned and so those who fed these um, um, animals saw that or saw what had happened they fled and told it in the city and in the country then they went out to see what had happened and came to jesus and found the man from whom the demon had departed sitting at the feet of jesus clothed in his right mind and they were afraid so what we are saying is that the people who were feeding these swines realized what jesus has done for this and they went and told many people in the city of the Gadarians to come and see what had happened and when these people came they realized that or they, they saw what Jesus has done and they were afraid they were very afraid or they were greatly afraid and what happened they also they also who had seen it told them by what means he who had been demon possessed was healed then the whole multitude of the surrounding region of the Gadarenes asked him to depart from them for they were seized with great fear and he got into the boat and returned now the man from whom the demons had departed begged him that he might be with him but Jesus sent him away saying return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you and he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus has done for him. Now, I perceive that um, you are beginning to understand what I'm trying to say when we say one man, two people, two stories, and then what we can learn from them. Now, in this particular story, 
it's still one man which is jesus he's the one we are talking about and the people of the gadarenes realizing how wonderful how great the power of jesus was and the kind of wonderful thing he has done that is being able to heal this man who was possessed with demons you realize that the introduction to this story said that this man was changed several times and broke free so it appeared that his situation was something that no one could have controlled or no one could do anything about and that's how come he was left and was in these tombs and all those things and now you have someone who is jesus now healing this person and they come and they were so afraid of what jesus has done but the unfortunate reaction or response to what jesus has done is what breaks one's heart here that instead of these people to have gone further to even find out how jesus was able to do this who is jesus like where did he get a power from what happened how did it all happen and and how 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 come jesus was able to cast out these demons that or this man who was being tormented and for several times they were not able to tame this man because of the demons the unfortunate thing is that their fear moved them to ask jesus in fact in the book of mark chapter 5 they say they begged jesus to leave their region they asked jesus to leave leave their region and indeed jesus left that was sad this is the messiah this is someone who has been sent to take care of our sins someone who has been sent from god to preach the gospel to many to preach the gospel to people who have not heard it people who are in sin people who are in so many um, bondage and captivity and this is a great opportunity for these people to have been blessed by jesus in fact for him to even stay there like he did for the samaritan for two days or even a day these people in fact jesus not even last like looking at the account it tells you that jesus didn't even last for uh, perhaps even an hour by the way the bible does not say that but i'm just trying to uh, make a point that because it's almost like the moment jesus got there the incident happened they had to ask jesus to leave the account that is so um, sad and i i begin to think about it ah, how at least they should have been curious enough to even speak to jesus find out what was happening or even want to even would have many other people in the town who were sick who were having so many problems and issues and they want jesus to come and do uh, um, some miracles to be able to take care of these people's problems the bible said they were afraid and they asked jesus or they feared and they asked jesus to leave the place this story would have ended with a very on a very sad note but the consolation i take from this story is that that man who or whom the miracle was performed on asked jesus that he might be with jesus that is to move with jesus to go with jesus wherever jesus was going to also help jesus in his ministry jesus said no return to your own house and tell what great things god has done for you and so jesus asked the man to go and tell many what jesus has done for this man and the bible said indeed this man went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things jesus has done for him so the only consolation i take is for the fact that this man went about telling people about what jesus has done perhaps some believed in jesus 
or some became disciples of Jesus or followers of Jesus from the account of this man. Jesus would have left the place and I wonder what would have been the fate of these people that the Messiah himself is here and he wasn't given that opportunity to do many more miracles and to even to pray to them about the imminent coming of the kingdom of God. That is so, so sad a story. But, well, I'm happy that indeed this man went and preached or um, um, tell people about these great things Jesus has done for him. Now, here too is one man. The story is about one particular kind of people. And that is the results we see from this story. So, you see that it is like totally opposite of what happened in Samaria. In Samaria, the lady went to tell the people and they came to Jesus, listened to Jesus, gave him some days for him to stay and finally believed on Jesus. In the region of the Gadarenes, which actually when you read um, Luke's account, Luke says that the region of the Gadarenes is opposite Galilee. When Jesus went to Samaria and at Sychar, when all these things happen with a Samaritan woman. Jesus moved to Galilee. It is this same Galilee we are saying that this Gadarenes, or region of the Gadarenes, in Galilee, when you read um, the account of John, in Galilee, when Jesus went there, the Bible said Jesus was also well received in Galilee. Now, there is a town which is opposite Galilee, which is the region of the Gadarenes. And this is where we read that these people rather did what? Beg Jesus to leave the thing. These are two stories, in fact, two different stories. But this whole thing is about Jesus Christ, which is the one man I'm talking about. And the two people here I'm talking about, the Samaritan woman and the people of the Gadarenes. And these are the two stories I want us to look side by side and consider that in the end, what is the benefit or what will be the result of these two or the fit of these two um, peoples we are talking about? The people of Samaria and then the people of the Gadarenes. There is someone who told the people of Samaria about Jesus. And in the story of the Gadarenes, these people were shepherds or the swine, those feeding the swine, went also to tell the people of the um, Gadarenes about what Jesus has done. The response from these two people were different even though it is the same jesus christ and it is the same power with which he was working in this case of the samaritan woman jesus had to tell her about her spiritual status and what she has actually done and that moved the lady to look for or to tell more people to come and to listen to jesus and in the end many people ended up being or believing on jesus in the story of the Gadarenes, these people were feeding their swine, saw what great thing Jesus has done for this demon possessed man, went to tell many more people. The people came, and perhaps maybe they were only looking at it from the physical point of view, in that they were not looking at it from the spiritual side. Initially, when I read this story, I thought that they asked Jesus to leave because maybe um, because of the swine or the, 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 the animals that went uh, or the demon the demons entering the animals and the animals dying 
or drowning, maybe that is what has provoked them to ask Jesus to, to leave. But you read the entire story and you realize that the Bible doesn't really clearly make that statement. But rather what it says is that when they came and they realized what Jesus has done, healing of this demon-possessed man, they became or they, they, they feared greatly. And so they asked Jesus to leave their region. Same story. I mean, I mean, sorry, it's one man, two different people getting involved and two different stories and the results are two different results. What am I saying? What I'm trying to say is that usually when it comes to the gospel of Christ, it's about Jesus Christ. The gospel is one. But we, gain, or we, we end up getting different people that we talk to or we minister to, we tell or we preach the gospel to. Now, they may be two different individuals. The result of it is that there are people who are going to be hardened by the truth and will reject it. And there are people who are going to receive the truth and believe and become members of the lost church. And so for any of us, if you are a brother, a sister, and for any effort you are putting in evangelism, you have to learn from this story that the gospel either hardens or softens the hearts of people. The gospel either hardens or softens the hearts of people. Now, in the case of the Samaritans, Jesus' word, in this case the gospel, softened their hearts and they believed on Jesus. On the other hand, Jesus' action or miracle that he did for the Gadarenes or at the region of the Gadarenes rather made them to fear and rather ask Jesus to live. In this particular story, you will see that the cause of their um, response was the fear. But in many other situations that we we'll find ourselves, there are people that there are so many things that could cause them for their heart to be hardened when it comes to hearing the gospel. There are people who are already into various religions, denominations, and because of that, those beliefs, they become defensive and are unable to be able to, what, to believe or to accept the truth of the gospel. Aside that, there are many people who perhaps may be living in a particular sense, and there is a fear that if they accept the gospel, it will be very difficult for them to continue to live in that kind of life. And so, they end up rejecting the gospel. There are many others also who are in a particular place that they do not really see it as sinful though, but they fear that if they accept the truth of the gospel, they are going to lose that faith or that kind of uh, teachings they've received for all of their lives, even though it may not be consistent with the gospel of Christ. And these are several other reasons which you can think about why some people will reject the truth of the gospel. Now, what I want to say is, there are some of us who will take the gospel to others. And so what I'm saying today is that, remember, in the case of this one man, two people, two stories, and what we can learn from, we know that there are times you take the gospel to people and they will be hardened by the gospel. And there are times you take the gospel to people and they will be softened by the gospel. But the other side of it is that let's think of ourselves also as the recipient. 
So there are times that people also bring the gospel to us. And sometimes, if you are not careful, you will find yourself in the situation of the Gadarenes. But I will pray that if we find ourselves on the side of being the recipients of the gospel, of the truth of the gospel, we should be like the Samaritan woman, in that we are being softened rather by the gospel and believing on Christ. Am I just talking about people who have never heard of Christ, about Christ and He dying for our sins and resurrecting? No, I'm not talking about that alone. I'm talking about the entire teaching of Christ Jesus, the gospel system. And so it has to do with, yes, Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection and its significance for our life. And then also the entire body of teachings that Jesus has given to us. And that is what I am referring to as the gospel. So beloved, you may find yourself in a particular sense, in a particular situation, sometimes it is very difficult to humble yourself and accept the truth of whatever that is being preached to you. Sometimes it's very uh, um, difficult to, to, to accept that you are in the wrong, that you are living a life that is not right or that is not consistent with the gospel of Christ. And so my caution to you is that today we read of two different stories in that some people end up asking Jesus to leave and some people ended up asking Jesus to stay what would be your reaction what would be your response when the gospel is being preached to you and here I'm saying I'm not talking about people who have never heard the gospel before I'm talking about even you and I who claim we have heard the gospel or who have indeed been baptized and are Christians when we are being preached to at church what is our response when you are being preached to by a brother or a sister who realizes that we are in a particular wrong, what is our response? Beloved, the story is so about one man, which is Jesus Christ. That is the one man I'm talking about in this story. And then the two people is the recipient I'm talking about. That is either the people of the Samaria or the people of what? The Gadarenes. And what will be the end result? What will be the response? It's either you soften your heart like the, um, the Samaritans and then accept Jesus and it says that indeed Jesus is the Christ or you would fear for whatever reason because of maybe you losing out on that kind of life you are living and so therefore you would rather reject Christ or reject the gospel let us pause here and think about this two scenarios it is very important that we consider these two stories that the same jesus christ the same act that he did with his power demonstrating his power in us his, his omnipotence yes in the issue of the samaritan jesus had to show that yes he had power he knew about the lady his omniscience allowed him to tell the lady about everything about the lady and that led to the conversion of these people in another place jesus enforced the same power that he was working with by showing that he has power even over demons and that rather led to these people begging jesus to leave their region what a sad story i don't want any of us to be in the situation of the Gadarenes. i always pray that anytime we are approached with the gospel 
or we take the gospel to others, it should be like the situation of the Samaritan. In that the gospel will stay, we will accept the gospel, we would now believe and we will make any possible decision to be able to change our life, to conform with what Christ is bringing to us through the gospel. But not that for whatever reason, we will fear, we will be intimidated, we would uh, be so proud, and then in the end, or rather ask Jesus to live, or we rather ask the person who is bringing the gospel to us to live, or we rather not allow even the person who is pointing to us our wrong to go, just because we are not ready to listen to him or to listen to the gospel. Today, think about these things and see where would you want to be. As I've already said, I would prefer you be like the Samaritans. And let's strive daily that whether it is us sending the gospel out or whether it's someone bringing the gospel to us, let us try as much as possible and find ourselves in the state of the Samaritan so that in the end, the result of it will be that we believed on Christ and we have received eternal life. This is the story I've shared with you, or the stories I have shared with you today. The stories are about one man. Yes, there are two stories, and two different people involved, the people of the Samaritan and then the Gadarenes. And the end result is that the gospel is either hardened us or it will soften us. My prayer is that the gospel should soften each and everyone who receives it, not to harden us. This has been Sermon Series from Spotlight on the Word. Share this with everyone. And my name is Michael Anand. Bye.